This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Check in with us and talk about BC Teachers Federation negotiations with the province, trying to get a deal done. Will it be a rollover deal? Oh, Keith is with us now. Uh, welcome to the show, Keith. I'm, I call on you daily when I'm filling in here. <laughs> Always a pleasure to be here, Jody. Well, we talked Massey Tunnel and whatnot yesterday. Uh, today, it's BC Teachers. I saw your tweet move yesterday uh, just as I was getting off the air, and I was thinking, oh, my goodness. Yes, yeah, so, uh, so the background here is I got my hands on a, a uh, posting on the BC Public School Employers Association website uh, from the board chair there uh, saying they've asked the mediator to write a, a, a report, which can be done on the Labor Relations Code. It, it is a, a technical maneuver. It does indicate the two sides are far apart, but it also disclosed for the first time that they had offered the BCTF a three-year uh, rollover contract, no concessions, with 6% wage increase over three years. And that w- was then taken down after I tweeted it, uh, and I think because of the the concern that they this sort of inflame the situation because the TF went a little crazy on Twitter saying this is breaking the rules. There's supposed to be a blackout. You're not supposed to be telling anybody this type of thing. But it also had teachers saying, you know, wait a minute, uh, three years, no concession, 6%. Maybe that's something to, to take a look at. So I think it's what it's done is it's reignited the talk that had been very quiet. These guys had disappeared from the scenes for a while because they're in mediation and, you know, it was sort of a media blackout. But this has rekindled the, the emotions that are attached to this contract dispute. But it also, uh, another indication, how difficult it's going to be to solve because, as the employer pointed out, the 2-2-2 two, two, and two is the wage mandate, the negotiating mandate all other unions have agreed to, and they can't make an exception for the BCTF. There can be a, sort of a, a few changes around the edges of this. You know, you can change the salary grid and that type of thing. Uh, you, you can actually add a quarter of a percent if you meet certain conditions with some give and take, but the TF isn't there yet, and it's, a, again, more indication that this thing is going to be very hard to resolve. Now, you've been talking 2-2-2 two, two, and, two, and how that is the standard uh, public sector union deal that in this province. And, and if the teachers were given more than that, that would open up the option for those other public sector unions to enact the Me Too clause and reopen their negotiations, which would re- literally reopen a can of worms in this province. Mm-hmm. But talk about that reworking of the salary grid. Can well, you explain that a little bit for us? Yeah, I mean, there's every a lot of workplaces have different steps and categories you take as you move up the ladder. Uh, in terms of uh, of your pay, and some of the changes that can be made, you can change the the starting pay. I know that's been a big um, bone of contention or concern for teachers that you've got to be able to pay teachers enough to attract them and retain them, particularly young teachers, because the cost of living is so high. So you could change the salary grid to reflect that to boost uh, one group of teachers' pay higher, but you may not apply the the increase uh, to the some of the other categories in quite the same way. It has to net out it two, two, and two, uh, the overall um, you know, cost has to net out, but you can change it within the two, two, and two, so some would get three, some would get one and a half, that type of thing. And that's, that's what's been, I think that's actually been talked about at the table, but they're nowhere near agreeing on something like that, but it has to net out at two, two, and two, and so far the, the TF has rejects that, uh, as they've done in previous contract rounds, the argument that they should be treated differently than other unions because they're in a different situation, but that, that held no water in the past, and it's so there's no signs of holding water 
with the NDP government, because Carol James has been frank, if you start increasing the pay packet to the teachers beyond 2-2-2, two, two, and two, that kicks in a lot of Me Too clauses in all the other contracts, and what could be, you'd think would be a small amount of money to the teachers suddenly becomes a big amount of money uh, because other unions would get it. And this comes at a time when Carol James is, wor- is warning of an economic slowdown. Mm-hmm. She's already uh, 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 cutting the dis- belt. Yeah, cutting discretionary spending, yeah. and it's going to get worse, and that means there's even less money to pay out, and that makes it harder for the TF to make this argument. So you've been sleuthing this, investigating this, as you do. Um, do you have any idea of what would satisfy the BCTF with regard to this negotiation, knowing that the 2-2-2 two, two, and two has to be in play? I think it would be a major revision of the salary grid. I think there would have to be all sorts of other little things, and this could actually go beyond the 2-2-2. Two, two, two. If there were other funds created to hire more specialist teachers, if there was more, I mean, the hiring of more teachers does not violate the 2-2-2 two, two, and two, um, uh, negotiating uh, It's how mandate. much you can pay each teacher. That's right. right. And, it, it's, uh, and the NDP's already, you know, uh, got the money there. They've increased the money to hire more teachers already. So, But the TF has always, again, asked for stuff that other unions don't ask for, because they you go on Twitter and they make the argument we're the lowest paid in Canada, therefore we should get, you know, a 10%, 12% uh, wage increase. And that's just out so far beyond the reality of, of what's going on here in terms of political reality that it's not even in the conversation. But I know talking to the negotiators over there on the other side, they have a hard time getting the TF into the political reality of the current day situation. And that's why it makes it so hard for negotiations to actually occur. Keep in mind, they're not at the table with the employer. They're right. talking to a mediator. And the mediator now is going to write a report. And the interesting thing, Jody, under the Labor Relations Code, I looked it up, he has the ability to recommend terms of settlement. And I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back and recommends the two, two, and two, perhaps a little extras around the end, around the edges to, to, to recognize the uniqueness of the teaching profession and makes that the recommendation, which I think the NDP would, could live with, but the TF would probably turn it down. And I think he'd be you know, starting to get a little closer to some work stoppages, if not an outright uh, walkout next spring. We're not there yet. I don't want to get right, people but, alarmed. But, but you're keeping that at the, you know, if, if this continues to spiral, yep. as I mean, we have seen it, we were hopeful. I, I'm, I'm pointing to myself because I have an 11-year-old. <laughs> I got skin in this game. It's in a, in a public school. So, and I've gone through that work stoppage. I, and I feel for the teachers in the sense that there was that massive feeling of setback then. Mm-hmm. The, the salaries lost, the, the loss of teachers, like they scattered. They, yep. the, you know, we, we're in a shortage situation that it has not re- been recovered from. And here we are, th- back then was the Liberal uh, provincial gover- government, and here we are with the NDP provincial government, and it's a very similar sort of acrimony between the two sides. Yes, and I think that caught the TF off guard. They thought the, TF, the, the NDP was just going to roll over and give them everything they wanted. And Carol James and the rest of the NDP are mindful that there's a political reality here. There's also an economic reality. Yeah. They, they set the mandate at 2-2-2, two, 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 which is Exceeds most private sector settlements, by the way, um, and and making everybody stick to it. And it's been that way for decades. And the TF in every contract round has made the argument they should be treated differently than all the other employees in, in the public sector. It's never worked in the past. And I don't see any prospect of working this time. I don't know any teacher who wants to go on strike. No. Uh, not, not a single one. They, a lot of them took a financial bath in the last time they went on strike because they began in June and carried right through the summer into September. It was a, a 
lot of paychecks were lost. And yeah. you never recover from that. I've, I've been on strike in the, twice, and you don't recover from a strike unless you think it's going to be... You don't, you don't recover financially in terms of your pay because you're never going to regain it. The only thing you can hope for is maybe a change in working conditions. But the BCTF won that court case, and that meant the language is back in the contract. So they've already won a fair degree on this with the NDP government in place, but it, I'm, I'm not hopeful we're going to see a negotiated settlement anytime soon. I think that when the TF won that um, court case, everybody thought that this would be much easier. I guess, no. No, probably again, uh, I've gone through the court language, the, the contract language. This is language that dates from the late 1990s. Uh, yeah. The employer argues this is this is 20-year-old language. It doesn't work anymore, and that's it has to reflect sort of the new makeup of the classroom and the curriculum, but that's not an argument that the the TF wants to have. They take the view that, uh, they seem to take the view that this language is there in perpetuity and the employer is saying, no, it's there to be bargained, but so far, not much bargaining is going on. Oh, you're going to have to keep us posted. Keith, thank you for the update. Okay, take care. Keith Baldry, Global News Legislative Bureau Chief in Victoria, and the best follow on Twitter, at Keith Baldry. Trust me.